Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to your weekend wrap-up here on the Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. This is that fun show where we wrap up the week. Yes. And, and all the nice fun shit that's going on. Bow, and there has been a lot of fun stuff this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, more, uh, a few more things other than just like World War Three and COVID yeah, right. and all that stuff. That, I mean, that basic shit. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll bring up some of that here and there. It's unavoidable. But uh, we got some other things to, to talk about today. How's everybody doing out there? It is yet another fun week. It's a little bit colder this week. It yeah. sucks. You said it was going to snow, and it did yeah, snow, and I hate bit, you yes, for that because yes. you're an asshole. <laughs> um, I, you can take that Just back. <laughs> if you want to move to Canada, that's fine. No, no, I, take the snow I, I, with I'm you. not because I, I still contend we're going to get more snow. Why? Why? I, I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Well, why don't you just say we're not going to get more snow, and then maybe we won't get more that, snow. But then I would be wrong. <laughs> why? What makes you think we're going to get more snow? Because Are you like? Is... Yes, my, my trick knee. No. Oh yeah. yeah? <laughs> no, because we're in Iowa. In my bones. And until May first, it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility. First, I remember when. Um, I was in the military. I was just about to get out of the military. I had rode my motorcycle here in October, and it was like 65 degrees when I got here. Mm-hmm. And when I left a week later, still October, yes. it was 30 degrees and snowing. So yes. I had to ride home. Well, I, I postponed it a day so I didn't have to ride in the snow, but it was yeah. still 30 degrees riding yeah. a motorcycle across the Midwest. That sucks. My eyelids froze. Oh, I bet. I yeah. couldn't. Bl- I literally couldn't blink. Did you look like Dumb and Dumber. With the- but basically, <laughs> I had to pull over. So, well, you couldn't see any of my face. I had oh, to like yeah. face wrap on and like a freaking beanie and stuff under my helmet and sunglasses. The only thing where wind would get was right where the bridge of my oh. nose was, and it made my eyelids freeze. And I had to pull over because I couldn't blink anymore. Wow, it was weird. I didn't know eyelids could actually freeze. Uh, I I didn't either until mine did, yeah. but um. Then, so that was October, and then I got out of the military in April, like April 14th, I think, was the day I stepped off base. We got a U-Haul, we transported everything back here, and when I got back into the Midwest, guess what it was still doing? It was still snowing. Yes. It was that was that year that I was like in the negative twenties for like mm. a month straight. Yes, yeah, I, I missed that. most of that, but Mandy, my wife, and and kids were back here uh, enjoying that. So I come back, and it's like. 10 degrees, but I'm used to like 60, 70 right, degrees right, in yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. And um, man, we, we were going somewhere. I was sitting in the passenger seat, just like all bundled up. And um, the kid said something to me, and I like snapped at them. And she's <laughs> like, What's your freaking problem? I'm like, I'm, It's so cold. And she's like, This is warm right yeah, now. Yeah, right. She's like, It's like 40 degrees warmer than it's been. Yeah. So yeah. at least you, we're not you dealing with don't know right. unless you're here. We're not dealing with that right now, but that's, that's yeah. the Midwest weather for you. And it I think is. every. Anywhere north of like yeah. Missouri, it says the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, Wisconsin weather right. for you, or that's uh, Minnesota yeah. weather for you. When I when I lived in Alaska, we went camping Memorial Day weekend, and we woke up with a blanket of snow over us. Oh shit! When I lived in New- northern New York, I remember mowing the lawn, and it started snowing in the middle of May. Mm. And so my first here in Iowa, Easter weekend, I wake up. We're supposed to find eggs for the kids or whatever. This was like back in like 2007, and yeah. and there was snow on the ground. And I'm like, what? Like, well, now we're what? never going to find what? the fucking eggs. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, when we first moved into this house, like I think going on five and a half, six years ago, uh, I remember we moved like mid, like first week of November, I think. And I had gone out and mowed the grass, and this was all in the same weekend. Mowed the grass that... Like on a Friday, mm-hmm. and by Sunday I was shoveling snow. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. So, 
Anyway, we're not here to talk just about to the weather. Just to say, just to say that it's kind it's of cold. it's cold out today. Yes. So we had a couple days where the wind was insane. Yeah, I was supposed to do some gardening, but that wind yes. wasn't going to allow no, it. I no. I bought some straw bales to like line my garden mm. with. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go out and try to mess with straw and like throw thing. it and <laughs> that spears me in the face. So how's everybody else's weather doing? How is the weather where you are located right now? Um, is it cold there? I I don't feel climate global warming right no, now no like i mean we don't get the snow that we used to when we were younger but yeah. but still it's still but, cold as yeah. shit during the winter times and, and i still contend i mean because last year we got a shit ton of snow mm-hmm. and we're still talking about weather it's true <laughs> let's get away from weather we got news to talk about we got to wrap up your week in this weekend wrap up yes uh we we before we get into the show we obviously have to uh, point out our sponsors, mention our sponsors once again. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee because they're a delicious coffee and they support your free speech, your right to go on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and run your mouth in a, I mean, a reasonable way. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I right. mean, I think that just that, across that's the golden the board. rule. Right? Yeah, just don't be a dick. Yeah. But you, without, like, you can give opinions, you can give, um, Certain medical research and stuff without without fear of getting yeah. censored and stuff, and that's Run Your Mouth Coffee believes in that too. They don't believe in censorship, and they also make delicious coffee. So go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code. Break the bell. That's all one word, and you'll get fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your doorstep. You don't even have to go to the store because who wants to do that? Um, and you can enjoy delicious coffee while supporting a company that supports your right to free speech. RYMCoffee.com. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, I say obviously a lot. Obviously, I say obvious. Just today, really. Yeah. Got to point out. Got to mention. Check us out all over social media. Share the shit around. Like, subscribe. That's the best way you can support us. That's the best way you can. Uh, we can get our name out there is, is by you just going and hitting that like and subscribe button like you should be doing every week. Absolutely. Um, so... The uh, the overlords at YouTube or the the podcast platforms that that boosts our ratings and then we can expand out further, get more access out there, or just by you sharing it with one friend. If every listener shared it with one friend, then um, those listeners share it with one friend. It's like compound interest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bigger and better things. That's what and, we want to do. My my wife actually shared our our uh, nutrition episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we had a lot of interest in that. Yeah, we did. One. And I got a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of people that like were checking it out from there. I'm like, you need to share our stuff more often. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Come on. Um, another way you can support us is we have merchandise that you can yes. go out and purchase. We have a website at breakthebellpod.com, and you can go to breakthebellpod.com slash store, and you'll have access to, to some of our sweet freaking merchandise that we have out there. And here's a couple examples here. We have the I Won't Eat Your Bugs t-shirt, which is one of my favorites. I actually ordered that one myself. Um, we've got the the uh, We Are Not Your Pawns t-shirt, which is, a, which is a chessboard with a bunch of kings and queens rather than pawns. And there's the golden king in the middle, which represents, in my head when I made it, the elites that... Um, it's it's fallen over, and mm. th- all us normie kings and queens like rose up and knocked them out. We're not your pawns. Mm. Um, and then the the usuals, uh, break the bell podcast logo t shirts. Uh, we got a a mug out there, which we had a uh, our good friend Justin just ordered that mug oh, not nice. too long ago, and he sent a picture. I should have I should have uh, him yeah. hold a picture of him holding that mug. Definitely. I'll post it up sometime this week. 
But uh, yeah, that's breakthebellpod.com forward slash store, and you can have access to all that cool merchandise. And who doesn't want that? And sometime we're going to do like discounts and stuff in promos. So uh, be listening for that stuff because uh, we want you to have cool shit. And I feel like this is cool shit. Maybe it's just me because I designed it. So (laughs) I I like it. Maybe I'm biased, but uh, breakthebell.com forward slash store, and you'll have access to that. Let's get into the show. Definitely. I think I think we've done all our our I think house so. housework for yes. for the beginning of the episode here. It's time to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Not potatoes because that's too much carbs. We talked about fitness yes, yeah. uh, last week with uh, uh, shit. I can't even think of his name now. Jay. Jay. Yeah. Jay yeah. Gulinello. Having a brain fart. You know why I'm having a brain fart? I have a monster <laughs> headache because since Jay came on last week and did this whole whole foods like cut out sugar, cut out the processed food. I decided I'm going to cut out the sugar and cut out the processed yes. food. I'm going to attempt this at least for a month. And I made a bet with my my teenage daughter um, that she'd do the same thing, and my wife's on board with it too. My son, not so much because yeah. he doesn't like food. He no. <laughs> he likes chicken nuggets, and it's like the kid yeah, will starve. The kid will starve to death yeah. if. But um, so I decided to start this weekend, so I'd have like payday. I could go out and buy a bunch of yeah. uh, good vegetables and meats and stuff. Mm. Then I got to convince myself that I like the vegetables. Yes. But if you mix it with a healthy blend of meat, it's good. Yeah, right, right. So um, I haven't had sugar since Friday, and man, I have a freaking yeah. massive You're like, headache. Like a shell of the man you tor- <laughs> It's true. My head is just pounding and I'm like, "May I I need to drink more water." I yeah. pounded some water, didn't help. I pounded some coffee, didn't help. It's coffee just Coffee didn't help? No, Damn. because it's the sugar yeah, uh right. uh wow. response. Yeah. yeah. So, I I'll give it a couple days. I'm sure it'll go away, but yeah. I know those few days are are hell. I've right. done this before, so, so Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad, but yeah. uh, I'm going to push forward with this episode though. Uh <laughs> because I I got to talk a little bit about fitness because you sent me this one here. Because yeah. we talked about fitness, like we said, last Monday yeah. with Jay. Apparently, fitness trends are now a right-wing extremist thing. Yes, 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 apparently. Like, if you're if you're into fitness, you could possibly potentially be a right, right-wing extremist right? Yeah. as well. I mean... Everything, everything could point out being right. right. Yeah. Anything that's like taking control of yourself, yeah. So making th- yourself a better human, <laughs> right, is right wing extremism. Yeah. So there, there's people that we're probably flagged because of our our episode last week. <laughs> yeah, of all the episodes we get flagged for, we get flagged for talking about like, taking oh, control of your wow, fitness. They're okay. like, oh wait. They think people can take control of their own health? No, no. Uh, this is big pharma's job. So flagged. And it's just like, man, we've talked about right all kinds of shit, and you're gonna flag us for that. So I got this article from MSNBC that you sent me. Of course, it's from MSNBC though. Um, it's titled "Pandemic Fitness Trends Have Gone Extreme." Literally, white supremacist latest scheme to valorize violence and hyper masculinity has gone digital. Would you consider? <laughs> Fitness as hyper masculinity. No, because it's a bit. I mean, women do fitness as well. The only place that considers like super fitness as hyper masculinity is Planet Fitness. They right. don't let you wear cutoff shirts. They okay. don't let you carry around gallon jugs of water or uh, grunt when you're oh, okay. when you're lifting or even drop the weights. Which, like, if you if you bench more yeah. than fifty pounds of dumbbells, 
uh, there's a good chance you might want to drop those right. weights or you're going to blow your shoulder out. Yeah. So I went there once, and it was like right after I got out of the military, and I went to military gyms, and my friend's like, oh, go to Planet Fitness with me. And um, I saw all these rules and shit, and I dropped the dumbbells once, and he's like, oh, dude, you can't do that. You, <laughs> you, they're going to they're gonna set the alarm off, the lunk alarm, they call the it. The lunk alarm? It's like this big bell and, and siren thing that they set off if you're acting too much like a quote-unquote lunk, I guess. I mean, it, whatever for anyone, whatever gets somebody in the gym, fine. If that's yeah, for you, right, if Planet right. Fitness is for you, and you don't want to be around the meatheads, that's fine. Yeah. But getting out fresh out of the military, I was like, this is not for me. Yeah, right. right. No. So, um, yeah, they're the ones that don't agree, that, that think super fitness is hyper-masculinity, too. But apparently MSNBC does as well. Says, it appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical mixed martial arts, or MMA, and combat sports spaces. So if you're into MMA or combat sports or even now uh, at-home fitness, uh, you could be... Uh, like yeah. proposition by a right wing extremist. Wow! So it's just this is just to warn you. It makes me question the Canadian guy that wanted to like help train me. Yeah. What or what about that guy that asked if you had that fitness guy at your gym? Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That asked if you had a network. He's probably a yeah. Net, well, that, that's that was my first thought. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, hey, we need a network. And then I'm like, but, shit, that guy's probably FBI. Yeah, he's not in. <laughs> If if you gotta ask, yeah, right. You're if we in. have a network, <laughs> you're not part of our network anymore. Says earlier this month, researchers reported that a network of online fascist fitness chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extreme I ideologies. Initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes, new recruits are later invited to closed chat groups where far-right content is shared. Physical fitness has always been central to the far-right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is leftists are fat fucking slobs? Right. Is that what you're That's, saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. not saying that, but they, they're saying, well, right. it, it's central to... No, it's, it's, that's the whole concept of taking control of your fitness, your health, yeah. like every aspect of your life. Right. And yes, it's just personal betterment. It gets better. In Mein Kampf, <laughs> Hitler fixated on boxing and jujitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccably trained bodies, combined with fanatical love of the fatherland, would do more for the German nation than any mediocre tactical weapons training. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> in more modern times, far-right groups have launched mixed martial arts and boxing gyms in Ukraine, Canada, and France. Ukraine? Uh, I, wait, what? There's not Nazis in Ukraine? No. What? No. You? There's not Nazis in Ukraine? Never. Didn't it? Aren't people getting kicked off of platforms for saying there's I Nazis? I believe there in? are, yes. Yes, I believe that's true. Far right group. Notice they say far right groups, not right. Nazi factions, because they got to use the words carefully. Yes. Um, have launched mixed martial arts and boxing gyms in Ukraine, Canada, and France, among other places, focused on training far right nationalists in violent hand to hand combat and street fighting techniques. It's caught the attention of intelligence authorities, especially in Europe, where various reports have noted the role of combat sports and MMA in radicalizing and promoting far right violence. I mean, maybe, maybe in those countries, maybe that is a thing. Yeah, 
but the way they're coming at this, it's almost like, hey, another red flag could possibly be if right. you're into sports, if you're into MMA. I know um, Remzo is big into jujitsu oh, right I know now. A lot of people that are into jujitsu uh, yeah, right and, now. Well, I mean, I guess Remzo kind of is. That's true. Far right yes. extremist. So. <laughs> Um, says a series of collaborative efforts between governments, national sports associations, and local gyms in places such as Germany, Poland, and the UK have introduced intervention and prevention programs. <laughs> the US is comparatively far behind. Maybe this is why we haven't heard of it. Yes. Because maybe we do just go to the gym for the gym. Are we doing it wrong? I, may, I think we are, yes. May, or maybe, maybe we're, we, we don't even know. Maybe we're, yes. We're maybe like we're extremists. Yes, at the gym, and we the don't music. even know. They pipe subliminal That's through that tacky ass music, and it makes us right. No, wing. no, I I understand that back in like the nineties, two thousands, when it was like puddle of mud, right. and uh, who did bodies? Oh, the, the song uh, System bodies. of the Down. No, that wasn't no. System. It was similar to that. Oh, no, disturbed, that, disturbed. It wasn't disturbed either. What? No. Um, anyway, the floor. Yeah, that's not either one of those. Uh, bodies song, not buddies song. <laughs> Bodies, is it drowning pool? Dr- no. Bodies hit the floor. Here we go. We'll get our shit together today. Drowning pool. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, songs like that I understand, yeah, right. but today's gym where they were playing like Miley Cyrus and sure, stuff like I, yeah. I don't feel like those are yeah. the far right the the music I mean, soundtrack of like the far a right. Ball, you know. <laughs> I mean, she did sing uh, "Party in the USA." Oh yes, that's yes, pretty nationalist. That is. Yes, I didn't even think about Good that. God. We got to keep going. <laughs> the U.S. is comparatively far behind, which will only become more and more problematic, especially since the phenomenon is growing in the country, building on the establishment fight club culture of MMA far right extremists. The leader of a Maryland skinhead group, for example, once ran a gym to recruit and train white supremacists in mixed martial arts. Did he say that? I mean, they quoted him. Did they, he say that? Yeah. It says four members or associates of the racist, violent Rise Above movement. Uh, man, that's got to suck for the band Rise Above. <laughs> yeah, Isn't I know. Their band Rise Above? Yeah. Yeah. They were like, no, wait, that, we're, we're not, not even affiliated. <laughs> it says the self described premier MMA club of the alt right. Wow. <laughs> Pled guilty to conspiracy to riot after 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. I, I'm done with this. Is, is this that is the group dumb. that there was very fine people on Probably. both sides? Yeah, that was that. Okay. Yeah. An online propagandist for that now defunct group was spotted among protesters on January 6th last year. Of Someone course. Someone actually had <laughs> Probably. He's like, fuck. Uh, when members, members, members of the white supremacist group Patriot Front marched in Washington in December 2021, they were accompanied by a new media outlet created by the Rise Against a Rise Above Movement's uh, founder, Robert Rundo, who is working to create a network of far right MMA active clubs in the U.S. and abroad. So again, yeah, I mean, there there could be far right extremist right. clubs out there, but. All articles like this are going to do is put a red flag on any yeah. like gym rat that what right. that gets really big well, like into the fitness. Gym in Jersey that didn't want to close down. Yeah, now he's an extremist. Right. Um, it's like, man, I hate these right wing guys protesting like this, but damn, nice ass. They must work <laughs> out. <laughs> um, can you just imagine like the FBI storming a Planet Fitness? And they're like, guys, we're with you. It's like we're not lunks. That's the gym up the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but we got to keep going. The Oscars are going on right now. Right now. 
immediately right now. You know, yes. the most like the most relevant right broadcast of all time. Like of all the things that are going on in the world, what we should be doing is watching these celebrities that have no touch with reality right. whatsoever, but have the most to say about what we should be doing yeah. with our lives, strutting their stuff on a red carpet. Yeah. Uh so so who's uh who's this you're wearing today, Bill? Who who's uh who's who do you wearing today? It's actually a Ukrainian designer. Oh, and if oh. you look on the back is a is that, Ukrainian flag. Is that a is that a Zelensky? Are you wearing yeah. a Zelensky? I am. I am oh yes. man, you you must be uh Yes. Uh, you're I mean you should feel good. You're a hero in yes. my book. Thank you. <laughs> My God! Well, who was it? What was last year's? Somebody wore something really freaking bizarre. Oh, uh, it was a couple of years ago. Ocasio Cortez. Yes, I don't know. I think it was right. the Oscars. Yeah, but no. it was on some red carpet. She uh, had what did she have written? Something on about it? was it like something about like eat the rich or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was eat the rich. Yeah. 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 So, so that's the kind kind yeah. of people. The people that really. They're so far out of our league that they are so out of touch with our league. Yes. Yet, for some reason, people still watch this shit. Right. And they're, like, engrossed in it. It's just like, it, oh, my God, I wonder what Jennifer Aniston's going to be yeah. wearing this I year. I used to like the Oscars back in the 90s when Billy Crystal was, would host it, you oh. know, and it would be kind of funny and stuff. And mm-hmm. there was actually movies that people watched that would win awards. And well, Amy Schumer is hosting this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be pleasant and hilarious, right? Everybody <laughs> thinks Amy Schumer's funny. Yeah, like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer, I can't remember who the other Wanda people Sykes, were. Wanda which Sykes, is worse. there you go. Oh, God. I, th- I don't know if that's worse. I think that's a really bad combination, though. Yeah. I, I don't like either you one. You think of Wanda them. Sykes will uh, really make fun of Amy Schumer's whiteness, <laughs> like uh, that Grammy show with Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, my God. Make her, like, yeah. apologize or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I, I am not watching it. We we could be watching it now, but instead we're doing this. Maybe we should have done an Oscar special. We should have done an Oscar. We should have done know. an Oscar special. We should have had and, our own red carpet in here. Oh my gosh, we could have worn our best outfits. Yes. You know, yes, maybe next year. But the the biggest things I want to point out about the Oscars this year is apparently, I mean, somebody should be watching this because apparently there's a potential that President Zelensky will appear. Wow. On the Oscars, I'm not. I'm guessing not at the Oscars. No, I don't no, think right, he's right. gonna fly. If he did, I think people would really question <laughs> things. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. It's just like I know there's a war going on, guys, but yeah. I had to make my yeah, Oscars right. appearance. Okay, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> but apparently, he might make an appearance via Zoom. Via Zoom, I'm and you know he'll get a standing ovation. Oh, absolutely! As courage. soon as, as soon as they say President Zelensky, they're like, oh yeah, that guy that nobody had heard of before yeah. three months ago. Right. So this is from Marka.com. It says, Oscars 2022. Will Vladimir Zelensky appear? Vladimir. <laughs> that Vladimir. Really Vlad- Vladimir. Oh, okay. Zelensky appear on the Oscars. All right, so I got to point out here. Zelensky spelled S-K-Y. And I told you I've seen it spelled S-K-Y-Y. Today yeah. I saw it spelled S-K-I-Y. So if anybody could please tell me the proper spelling. How does he spell his name? I don't care what it... Well, in Russian, it would be spelled this way. In Nigerian, it would be spelled this way. No, how does the fucking man spell his own name? And how are we still continually getting it wrong? You think after a few articles, he'd be like, guys. this guy is going to win a Nobel Peace Prize, right? You know, he should come on the fucking Oscars and say, just to clear shit up, 
my name is spelled S K E Y, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, right. yeah. it'll show under mind. his name, and it'll, each time it flashes his name, it'll be a different spelling. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> says it will be until the last. It will be until the last moment when the unknown will be cleared on stage. So basically, we're not going to know until we know. Gotcha. Says there are indications that point to a last-minute change in the program that will follow the Academy Awards, and it seems that a space could be open for the intervention of Volodymyr Zelensky, who in his capacity as president of Ukraine would deliver a message to the world about the complicated situation facing his nation in the face of the invasion of the Russian army. Skepticism on stage. No. It was reported that conversations were held between the organizers of the event where the best film productions of the year are recognized in the Ukrainian president. However, so far, his participation has not yet been defined, nor has it been decided whether it will be through a live transmission or a recorded message. All right, first of all, I got to point out here, it talks about the best productions of the year. Oh. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah. how many of those are, do people get up and they're just like, Really? That's that. Right. That's who won that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really, that movie won that. Even yeah. even the actors from that movie is like, really, we got that. We that we, yeah. Th- that kind of sucked. <laughs> and I don't know. Did they make any changes? Remember, they're going to make some changes this year, where oh, so many like yes. minority yeah, groups they're going to check their boxes off more. Yeah. So um, I, we'll have to wait and see who the winners are. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. So. And the real question is, has uh. Uh, Leo DiCaprio ever won an Oscars yet? I think I he finally. So. I think he finally did. But did he? I think so, but I don't know. You know, I he, I know he he should have won one for for uh, Gilbert Grape. You ever watched that movie? Uh, a long time ago. Maybe? Yeah, where he was like um like mentally handicapped. He did okay. a great job. He, he should have for uh, Wolf on Wall Street if he didn't because oh, yeah. I love that movie. Says another point under discussion is whether the Oscars should remain. Apolitical while the Russian invasion of Ukraine rages. When has it ever been apolitical? <laughs> Take it away. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I think it's going to be Ukraine like tribute city. Everybody's going to be wearing a Ukrainian flag. They're all going to have little Ukrainian armbands. You know, they're going to have somebody sing the Ukrainian national anthem, and they're going to have whatever the best Ukrainian dishes at the Oscar. Good God, was was the Oscars the one where dumbass got up and said "fuck Trump"? Was that the Oscars? Oh yes, I believe Who was it was. That again? Yeah, um, Robert De Niro. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the Oscars. Very apolitical, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. So, so should is it appropriate? Would it be appropriate for the Oscars to remain apolitical during? The Russian I don't think Ukraine they've been apolitical since like '84. <laughs> no, probably not. But again, what what do these fucking actors have anything to do with the politics of Ukraine and Russia? Besides Mila Kunis, who's also speculated to be there because she oh, you know they're gonna focus on her face all the time. Oh yeah, well, she she'll be weeping and stuff. I yeah. I I liked Mila Kunis. I really did. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But. Up until two months ago, she was her. I'm pretty sure her um, Wikipedia page said she was a Ukrainian-born Russian actress, and now all of a sudden she's a Ukrainian actress, right. and it's just like you can't just switch right. that yeah, just right. because you feel like it. Yeah. So which is it? Are you Ukrainian-born Russian actress? Or are you just a Ukrainian actress? Right, which yeah. is it? You, ch- <laughs> I mean, that's it's. I guess I guess we're not biologists, so so we kind of possibly know that <laughs> we don't know the difference between <laughs> Russian and Ukrainian. That's true. <laughs> um, another another person 
connected to the Oscars that would know would have all the answers for us is Sean Penn. Oh, absolutely. He and, is the most politically intellectual actor out there. Yes. I mean, he's astute politically. He yes. is the most well like if you want to know anything about foreign policy, yeah. go he's, to he's Sean Penn. Yeah. Because Sean Penn is well, well, first of all, let's just mention this part. Sean Penn has decided and announced from Poland because he's been doing I think we mentioned that yeah, he was, he was going on the to ground, do, right? Uh, yeah, he's doing a documentary for, uh, was it Vox? I don't think it was Vox, but uh, one of those agencies. Yeah. He was doing a uh, documentary about the Ukrainian crisis and whatnot. Well, he's decided that if Zelensky is not allowed to speak at the Oscars, he is going to single-handedly publicly destroy his own wow. Oscar. Wow, that's bold. That is bold. Does anybody fucking care? No. I mean, you win it. Uh, is it like a treasure after that? Yeah, I mean, does anybody care if you go to the fucking pawn store, at pawn right. shop, and yeah. pawn the thing off, or you melt it yeah. down? and you, make... you know how many like NFL players like sell off their Super Bowl rings? Right. And that has more like value to me than a freaking Oscar. Right. It, so, so this is from NBCnews.com. It says, actor Sean Penn says he'll destroy his own Oscar if Zelensky isn't allowed to speak during the broadcast. Trendsetter. Look okay. at that. He looks like a happy guy. First of all, look at his hair. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it starts out, it says, Sean Penn says he'll destroy his Academy Award if Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky isn't allowed to speak. In an interview with CNN, Penn 61 said having Zelensky speak during Sunday's broadcast was of utmost importance. Hmm. I mean, we all know... What's going on over there? Right. We all have heard Zelensky's speeches. Yeah. Why does why is it of utmost important that he gives a broadcast during the Oscars, which right. have nothing to do with politics, supposedly, right. have nothing to do with foreign policy, supposedly, but this is of utmost importance to to reach out to us Americans and, and say what's really going right. like like if he doesn't do this, we're gonna miss something. Yeah. Right. Says there is nothing greater that the Academy Awards could do than give him that opportunity to talk to all of us. You overestimate your importance as a yeah. human. <laughs> right. Nothing greater that they could do. I, I don't know. You could all go take up arms and fight for him right. if you want. Yeah. I you would could all take see... off your fucking tuxes and yeah. your uh, freaking uh, whatever name brand dresses, put down right. your diamond purses, throw on a freaking... Kevlar vest and go yeah. over there and fight with him. I mean, that would be greater right. help for him than yeah. allowing him to or speak. Send your 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 millions and millions of dollars straight to fucking Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. straight to yeah. Zelensky's pocket. Yeah, give him all your money, yeah. all the money you spent on the Oscars instead of having this fucking award yeah. ceremony. Instead of buying the freaking hundred thousand dollar dress, let's pull all that money together that you normally mm. would have spent all the money on broadcasting and all the money on network yeah. charges and stuff send that all to yeah. Ukraine i feel like that would be greater that would be much help more helpful than than giving them this opportunity to talk when i mean do people really watch this shit anymore anyway no they just want to feel like they're doing something good yeah, exactly and they want to feel like they're they're sitting on their th like look how look how much help we are yes. doing with a, yes. with with allowing this man to speak. Yes, clap for me, clap for you, pat yourself on the back. And you know you'll see a couple, maybe even Myla Kunis be like, yeah, of course. Says when I return, if 
if he's I not re- allowed. Oh, okay. When I return, I will smelt mine in public. Smelt it. He will smelt it. Not, not just, just destroy it. it. He'll smelt it. Smelt it. I pray that's Didn't not that what happens. Didn't that also mean that he dealt it? <laughs> <laughs> he who smelt it dealt it. Um, he says, I pray that's not what happens. Mm, me too. It's like, Sean, Sean, you're not on a movie right now. Right, yeah. You're not, Let there, it go, man. I mean, yeah, there's cameras in front of you, but this is not a movie set. You don't have to be so dramatic. Right. Penn, who spoke from Warsaw, Poland, who recently was recently in Ukraine making a documentary for Vice. There you go. Oh, okay. About its conflict with Russia. Um, says Penn reminded viewers in the interview that Zelensky is also a fellow thespian with oh. a long career in the arts. Mm. So, I mean, it would only make sense then, Absolutely. I guess, to get him on there. But it, not. He should get an honorary Oscar. Right? All right. So. Zelensky is allowed to come on the award ceremony, but he's not allowed to mention politics, war, nothing. He can only mention his career in acting. Because if you want to bring out, oh, by the way, don't forget, he is an actor. Because that's much more relevant. Yeah, he's got a long career. So so if if he's going to come on, that's all he's allowed to talk about is his acting career. His sitcom where he was president before he became president. Oh, by the way, I forgot. Netflix is picking back up that sitcom. Are they really? Yeah, because oh obviously um, it's not a money grab or anything. No, because, not at all. <laughs> talk about taking advantage of a freaking crisis. You're like, wow. do you know it'd be a good money opportunity if we pick up Zelensky? Not because it's good, right, right, but because people are like, oh, Zelensky's an actor. Yeah. Oh, we can watch this on Netflix. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. It's freaking just profiting off of it a is. shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Netflix. And. Some more stuff about Sean Penn and his shitty politics. Yes. Do you remember when Harvey Milk came out, and or the the movie Milk, which yeah. was about Harvey Milk, which was the first openly gay senator or congressman or some right. some shit. I didn't watch it, but he came out during his. I think it was one of these acceptance speeches here. It was some something where he was yeah. after the fact, or yeah. it was the show preview or something like that, and he was. In the the whole time he was praising communism, he praised Hugo Chavez, he yeah. praised uh, uh, Fidel Castro, who yeah. was alive at the time, and then somebody else over in the Middle East, I think. And while he was promoting this f- movie about this first openly gay uh, congressman, but the majority of those, if not all of those people he was praising, are anti-gay, uh, like some of them would kill you if you're gay. Some of them would throw you in prison oh, if you're gay. He, he was the first openly gay man elected to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Okay, not Congress, but no. openly gay politician in somewhere. Yes. But it's just ironic to me that he's praising these communist dictators yeah. when um, they were very much not yeah, right. pro-homosexual. They were very—they yeah. would lock them up or kill them between— all the different people that he had mentioned there, all of them were anti-gay. So that just says yeah. a lot about his intelligence in politics. His uh, and the interesting thing to me is, if he, like then I, given the benefit of doubt, he's pretty much speaking out against uh, American uh, colonialism or something, and our plight against the communists. But now it's like he's flipped script. And he is taking a hundred percent the U.S. side in all of this, yes. like the the U.S. narrative and all this. He's like, "Oh, Zelensky's a hero, and we gotta have him on the the Oscar." It's just like, why all of a sudden are you like pro okay. U.S. narrative? He, this guy, man, he he knows how to pick him. H- who's that? Uh, <laughs> Sean, Sean Penn? Penn. Yes. 
So apparently, yes, he he uh, interviewed Raul Castro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stood beside Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez yep. while Venezuela's, and he supported the Syrian government during the 2011-2012 uprising. I'm pretty sure during, I mean, maybe I'm wrong on this. Yes. I mean, this has been a long time ago, but during his acceptance speech, he praised all of those yes. people at the same time while he was talking about this openly gay uh, politician guy. So, yes. And now he's pro-Ukraine, which is... U.S. narrative. So, yes. why why do you think he flipped to the U.S. narrative on all this? Because I think he goes where <laughs> he goes where the wind takes him. Basically, I mean, he goes to where he feels like these these um, these these hu- human crises, you know, humane crises will take him. You know, crises, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he feels like you know Russia's the the fascist in this, and so he's supporting Ukraine. Not really realizing what Ukraine is, you know, for him, he thought that, you know, Chavez and Castro, you know, they're, they're for the people, even though they're not for very the much not yes. according Syria. to the U S narrative. Right, at right. least yeah. maybe, maybe we got that one wrong too, but he's right. again, definitely against the U S narrative and all right. that. Yeah. I mean, we try, I mean, how much did we try to take Chavez out? Oh yeah. Lots of times. How much did we try to take Fidel Castro out yeah, since I mean, his, since this, since 60s. he took, yeah, since right. he became the the leader of yeah. Cuba, yeah, the, the entire time he was yeah. alive, right. Um, so now to turn around and be like, oh, I'm going to glom on the U.S. narrative for this right. one, yeah, it just it, it it's is odd, odd to me, yeah, it is odd, and so, especially considering once again, Ukraine's like standing on LGBTQ, mm-hmm. which is very conservative. Yeah, it's just interesting that that. Sean Penn, he, he just wants his face on the papers yeah, again. He wants right. people like us to mention his name. Because it's just it, I, I'm not sure where his because he's to me he's probably the most politically like controversial mm-hmm. actor out right. there. And but he just kind of like you said blows around. <laughs> so so my my thought is, and I'm going to get probably kicked off youtube for this is ever since i am sam he 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 went what was what was the movie uh where they say don't don't ever go full retard oh yeah um well it uh it had um the uh, iron man guy yes he played a black guy yes yes robert robert downey jr yeah Yeah. i i can't remember the name of that movie but yes (laughs) i i messaged you i was like uh, Sean Penn's been. Sean Penn <laughs> went full retarded after I am Sam. <laughs> yeah, and he hasn't been. He, he's been that way ever since. So you never go full retard. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get kicked off for that one. <laughs> but uh, a little more stuff about Ukraine. Apparently, Zelensky is saying that he's now willing to compromise on the Donbass region to end the war. And that's yeah. Uh, last week, sometime, uh, Putin came out and said, "Hey, we're just." Going to focus now on the Donbass region. They kind of shifted focus, and so, so why are they still attacking some of their main cities? Are they though? Well, uh, well, maybe because they're not compromising yeah. on the Donbass region. Or is it Maripol? I think is Maripool, one of their, yeah. yeah, is one of their main cities that they they're currently under attack. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to get a straight answer, but right. apparently, uh, it says. Vladimir Zelensky said Sunday, this is from New York Post as well, 
Uh, he's willing to compromise with Russia on the Donbass region because to try to force Russian forces completely from Ukraine would lead to World War III, according to Reuters. I thought he wanted World War III. Isn't he the one that said, if these negotiations fall flat, then plan for World War III? It's like, who are you to say that, first (laughs) of all? You can't just declare World War III when your country's already in a war. I don't think it—does anybody actually say this is going to be the World War? I mean, it just kind of down the road gets it, you know? No, but— that that's the funny thing about today is everything could yeah, be World right. War Three. But back, you think the first World War, everybody's like, "This is World War One," and they're like, "Wait, <laughs> yeah, one? There's going to yeah. be more of these?" Yeah, right, exactly. Wait, wait, we're numbering these now. <laughs> Says, well, we're already planning for a a, a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for the prequel. That one gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> The stunning reported development, stunning reported development, came as Ukraine's top military intelligence official said he believes Russia is backing off taking the country's capital of Kiev to instead focus on the southern and eastern portions of the country to try to split the nation into two. Russia will try to impose a dividing line between the unoccupied and occupied regions of our country. This is an attempt to create a North and South Korea in Ukraine, the military chief said. Now we're just throwing out terms yeah, like right. North and South now, Korea, too. We're going we're gonna to have a, a neutral zone. <laughs> yes. Says, uh, yeah, we're going to, on the 38th parallel. It's right, like, we're yeah. not even on the 38th parallel. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? This is like 17. <laughs> yeah. Says, Ukrainians will launch into guerrilla warfare in response. But Inov warned. The season of a total Ukrainian guerrilla safari will soon begin. Wow, they're really going crazy with this. That sounds amazing. (laughs) The season of a total Ukrainian guerrilla safari will soon begin. Then there will be one relevant scenario left for Russians. How to survive. (laughs) So this is the defense minister. While at the same time, Zelensky's sitting there going, guys, we could probably compromise on this. And the defense minister is like, we're going to fuck them all up. Says Russia, which had expected its war on Ukraine to be quick, has yet to take a major Ukrainian city. It seems to once again be focused on Donbass, where fighting has raged between the Ukraine government and the separatists for almost a decade. Both Zelensky's latest comments on the area and Russia's reported change of strategy could signal a possible new stage of the war, one that is more limited and where it its end might be in sight. Goes on to say... Uh, a lot of pictures, a lot of pictures. Zelensky made his comments in a video with prominent independent Russian journalist Sunday when he added that his nation is willing to adopt a neutral status as part of the deal. Security guarantees and neutrality, non-nuclear status of our state. We are ready to go for it. Why didn't you say this three months ago right? when they were yeah, asking right. for it? Exactly. And saying, hey, we're going to go to war if you don't agree with this and become this like buffer zone for us. Right. And they're like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, you can't have nukes on your, no, we're not going to go yeah, for that. Right. Well, fine. We'll fuck you up. They fuck them up. And they're like, all right, guys, we're, yeah. we're ready to. <laughs> yeah. how, about, how about, just a suggestion here. How about we become a neutral buffer zone for right. you guys. Yeah. The I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. <laughs> and Putin's like, are you fucking kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know how many troops I lost? Yeah. He's like, you know how what? How many we're, troops we're, you lost? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're committed in this. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. It's like, we already pushed the button, so yeah. we can't turn it back off. While details of the plan were hazy, Zelensky said any deal would be brokered by third parties, probably the U.S., right. and put to a referendum in Ukraine. 
The president also made clear such a deal would only be possible on the condition that Russia withdraw its troops from Ukraine. Of course. So how does that work if we're compromising on Donbass? Right. Like, I... I I mean, yeah. Well, Donbass would no longer be part of Ukraine. It well, would be its it own just nation. Said, he just says they're they're compromising on it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. And it's it, just, it doesn't sound like it, they're compromising. It sounds like he's giving Putin everything Putin wants so that yeah. they pull their troops out. Well, maybe he's saying, "Hey, we'll remain neutral. We'll uh, be non-nuclear if you leave Donbass alone and pull completely out of Ukraine." Maybe yeah. that's his compromise. That hey, yeah. uh, you leave us with all our land, and we'll yeah, we'll remain. This but neutral at zone. At this point, Putin could be like, no, we want Donbass too. And you'd be like, I guess. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll compromise. We'll yeah. give you Donbass too. Right. Yeah. So if this if if this goes through, like this brokering, what what's the odds he gets the Nobel Peace Prize? Uh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. He, I mean he I mean, he is the, the golden child right like, now. He's gonna get an Oscar yes. today. Yes, honorary. Honorary Oscar. Yes. I mean, maybe a legit Oscar for his his maybe Sean stupendous Penn's performance. Yeah. Um he's gonna get a Nobel Peace Prize, obviously, mm-hmm. and whatever other awards yeah, that right, they give whatever out else, for, yeah the american uh, freedom cross or whatever he'll probably get boosted to like the head of the un or something yes. and you'll yeah. get a new show on netflix ukraine's gonna remain neutral yes but Zelensky himself is going yeah. to be propped up as the new head of the un it's just right, like yeah. wait we said <laughs> yeah. ukraine wasn't gonna well ukraine's not but i am yeah, part right, yeah, of yeah the un it's just my own personal yeah. relationship with the un so what do you think what do you think of all this is it going to end soon? Do you think? Do you think it's going to rage on for a while? No, I I think it's gonna I think it's gonna end soon. Yeah. I do. So I think you know, I think he's going to give Putin whatever Putin wants, and he's going to come out smelling the best. Now, if he offers this to them, and and Putin is like, yeah, well, okay, fine, you know, let's call it good. But then Biden's still like, but we're still putting sanctions on well, you, that, Mister. Well, that's what I was wondering. It's like, is you is the U.S. going to be okay with? A compromise. Uh, yeah, I, I see. I don't think so because the U.S. in the West were the ones that didn't recognize when Crimea got yeah. like it seemed like Ukraine was like, uh, whatever, this sucks. And the U.S. is like, that's against their constitution. And then nothing really happened with that, but they got pissed. I, I don't think that, especially the U.K., they're gonna be like, wait, that's not good enough for us. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, who are you? Who, <laughs> why, why are you still here? Yeah, right, exactly. Let's keep going. Let's get away from Ukraine for now. We got a couple more things. We're all, we're uh, we got a few more minutes left. Did you hear about the Supreme Court justice nominee this week? Yes. Yes, I there the memes have been all over the place. Yeah? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, no better place to get your news in the world than the memes Absolutely. on Facebook and Twitter. Uh so this What's her name? Katanji Brown Jackson? Yes. So she went under the question, the standard questioning, and obviously you're going to get... Should, we, should uh, we nickname her KBJ? I mean, she's. you might as well. Right. I mean, everybody's got, like, ACB and right. um, RBG, or R- Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah, RBG. Yeah, 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 there yeah. you go. Man. I was thinking football for a reason. <laughs> so, yeah, she is now KBJ, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. there you go. I'll get this right. Apparently, with all her wisdom, she has no idea how to define a woman because she's not a biologist. Mm. And you have to be a biologist to be able to define a woman. Yes, yes. I I myself struggle with that. Yeah, it's like, uh, 
somebody asks you, is this chicken or pork? And you're like, I don't know. I'm not I'm a not. I'm not a biologist here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Right. I I mean I'm not a butcher. I'm not I, I couldn't tell you. I just know it tastes good. And she probably said she's like, <laughs> I don't know what a woman is, but I know it tastes good. <laughs> Ew. So obviously, like first of all, this question coming from the conservatives was obviously a gotcha question. Oh, absolutely. Because nobody asked that question. Yeah. Uh, what does that have to do with being a Supreme Court right, justice? Exactly. So on one hand, she gives a definite definition and she loses the far left. Or she gives the dumbass answer she gave and everybody calls her a fucking moron. Right. So either way, this was a gotcha question. It was Absolutely. a lose-lose for her. But, I mean, her answer couldn't have been any more ridiculous. Uh, so this from the New York Post. It says conservatives were shocked and outraged. Were they really shocked? I don't really? know. They, they weren't Again, shocked. it was a gotcha moment. Yeah, exactly. Were they really shocked? They, they got the answer they were expecting. Uh, that Judge KBJ, the first black woman nominated to the Supreme Court, refused to define the word woman on grounds that, as she put it, I'm not a biologist. Again, uh, that, that's that got to be the stupidest answer yeah, right. you could have given. Yeah. says Jackson made the comment during a Tuesday exchange with Senator Marsha Blackburn in which the lawmaker asked the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, Judge Point Blank, can you provide a definition for the word woman? After a short back and forth, Jackson ultimately said, no, I can't. I mean, she would have been better off being like, well, I actually happen to have a Webster's Dictionary here, so let's look it up. Yeah. You know? Or she could have just been like, uh, this is obviously a gotcha question, yeah. and I'm not going to right. answer. I'm not going don't, to. Don't, don't disrespect me by asking me a yeah. question. Yeah. She could have yeah. easily went that direction yeah, and be right. been like, is this really what this is all about? Right. Are my qualifications based yeah. on this here? Or how about how about we get back on topic, Mr. Blackburn or right. Ms. Blackburn. I don't know who Blackburn is. Well, you're not a woman, uh, biologist, so you wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, Blackburn said. Not in this context. What con what other what context yeah, is right, there? Right, yeah, exactly. I am not a biologist, Jackson said. Clips of the exchange spread like wildfire online, with critics noting Jackson's reluctance to state the biological facts of sex. Uh, Post columnist Pierce Morgan called Jackson's response ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. It Even if you completely disagree with, yeah, like you gotta have a fucking definition. Right. There's gotta be. Yeah. And the problem is in today's society, with lines being blurred, with, mm -hmm. with there's no black or white. There's yeah. just gray. I'm not even going to go down this road because yeah. I don't want to get KJB KB Jade whatever. KB Jade. <laughs> On this this topic, I I don't want to put us in a box here. Yeah. Um. I have my beliefs, but it, honestly, it doesn't fucking matter to me. Right. If no, you want to walk around and say you're a woman or a man or right. what what have you or a freaking uh horse a horse uh right. space alien, I don't care. Right. Do whatever the fuck you want. But the problem is when lines get blurred, there is no more definitive. Right. There's no more like truth is not definitive anymore. Right. Yeah. It's um, subjective. It, everything's objective. Subject. Is that objective? Subject. Or sub subjective. subjective. Yes. Sorry. No, you're good. Because I saw, I think I was on, it was just a clip from like Dr. Phil or something stupid like that. But they, he had on a legit, like a, a some kind of psychologist or a doctor. And then there was a trans woman on there. And he asked the same question. He's like, well, what defines a woman? And she's just, he's like, you, you say you're a woman. Well, what defines a woman? And she's like, uh, there is no definition of woman. There's not. Uh, he's like, what do you mean? There's no. De How can you say you're something that there's no definition? Right. 
he's like, just define it. What is a woman in your definition? And uh, she was like, well, uh, the only definition is that you embody womanhood. He's like, you can't embody something that doesn't exist. Right. You can't embody yeah. womanhood yeah. if that's using the word in a definition. Yeah. Well, a woman is womanhood. You have womanhood. No, that doesn't define it. Yeah. And so the problem is people can't even define these things right. anymore. Yeah. And even down to a fucking Supreme Court justice nominee yes. can't define something basic. Like, she could have even come out with, like, well, Biologically, there's what do they call them? Like, like natural, like birth, your birth gender or whatever. What, right. what do they call that? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, your gender assigned at birth. Sure. He, he she could have said like went down that road, right. been like, well, if you're going by gender assigned at birth, then blah blah blah. But yeah. then psychologically, people right. feel like they're not. I mean, she could have explained around yeah. this. But to say, I'm not a biologist. I don't know the definition. Yeah. Right, we've lost. We we yeah. fucking lost. Well, in but society. It, it goes the same. I mean, I, and I'm sure the question will come up down the road: is what do you consider life? Yeah. You well, know? yeah, yeah. It's subjective too. Right. Well, I'm not a biologist. I yeah. can't say I who's alive know. and who's not alive. Yeah. But then why are you sitting on the fucking Supreme Court? Because you're going to be dealing right. These are with questions cases that can be asked. involving like transgender yeah. rights, involving uh, abortion rights, and yeah. all these things. And if you can't fucking come up with your own opinionated yeah. definition of it even if it's like far-fetched like well it uh, does as long as you feel like a woman then you're a woman right. as long as you feel like feminine and you can't even say feminine right. anymore yeah. so yeah well and but she goes on and she's uh quoted as saying and i think i i sent it to you where she's like you know i'm honored to follow in the in the footsteps of she names a couple names these strong black women who are pioneers <laughs> And I'm Are like, they women? How do you know? <laughs> you're not a biologist. How yeah. do you know? It's just like if if you can't even come up, even if it's fucking bizarre, batshit crazy, right. if you can't come up with your own definition, exactly. then who fucking like? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where, where, and that's how she should have followed up. Is I'm, uh, you know, if she didn't diffuse it like we had mentioned, be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. What is your personal definition? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not asking for the scientific or the the Webster's. What is what do you feel a woman is? And again, but again, this question shouldn't have been asked no, in the first place. It has no. nothing, I mean, very little no. to do. But but that's the the game that you know the both sides play when it comes to Supreme Court mm. judges justices is try to you know make Get them look these like gotcha shit. moments. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like uh you know the last two you know Kavanaugh he had his little circus he ran through. Right. ACB had her little circus she ran right. through. You know because when, she was too pro life. Yeah, and, and she had too big of a family. She was too Catholic, right? And <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's all ridiculous. Uh, how is she going to take care of her family if she is on the Supreme Court? <laughs> Again, like the same side that touts this pro womanhood, pro like yeah, all women are women. Like no matter what you define woman yeah. as, you're all women. But then on the other, they they flip around. And they're like, well, this woman couldn't possibly be able to take care of her like 18 right. children yeah. and be on the Supreme Court justice. How could she possibly? Yeah, it's so like like belittling to women on this side. But then on it this is. side, it's like, well, we got to prop up women. And it's yeah. just like. Well, just just the woman you cho you right. choose to prop up because this yeah. woman you can call a whore, you can call yeah right. a, a freaking what whatever like yeah space cadet yeah whatever you, yeah you could call her like a terrible mother or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then on this hand, you could have a single mom. I'm not saying Kitaji Brown is. I don't know anything about it, but I'm saying what if somebody on the left 
she was a single mom, and well, the, she's a saint and a hero because right. uh, she single handedly yeah, right. like raised his family. But right. they didn't ask that person, yeah, hypothetically the question. Well, yeah. how how are you going to take care of your kids if you're a Supreme Court right. justice? Yeah. Again, it's all the, fucking the, bullshit. The circus both sides play is just ridiculous, yeah. and they don't do anybody a good service by doing it. No, not at all. You want to hear about another circus? I do. You I remember like this uh, thing that we kind of have experienced lately called inflation? Yes, I, I am aware. Do you remember when we kind of predicted, and a lot of people predicted, that stimulus checks could would lead to inflation down the road. Yes, I, I believe somebody and, did mention that. And then this year, inflation went through the roof, and mm-hmm. then the war kicked off, so obviously they blamed the war. And gas prices are going through the roof, and obviously that's not because we shut down pipelines here. That's because of Russia, the war. Yes. How are they going to counter that? More stimulus checks. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Proposals providing gas stimulus checks... So, gas gets expensive because of inflation, because we print yeah. a bunch of fucking money. That's how inflation works. It, yes. It's not because there's a war going on somewhere. Inflation works because we print too much goddamn money, Yes, and the value of money goes and down. We got, what, six stimulus checks, five stimulus checks uh, during the pandemic? I don't even fucking remember. I, yeah. I lost track. Yeah. So, gas prices naturally are going to go up, even yes. without a war, even without the pipeline shutting down. Gas prices will inevitably go up, because everything's going to go up, yes. because of inflation. So the way to counter that is to print more money nice, in the name of gas stimulus checks. Wow, these guys are genius. Proposing $100 a month per person. Well, that's one tank. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that'll that get me a week. Uh, maybe, yeah. depending on how far you're driving. So this is from, uh, what is this from? I don't even know the source. Al.com? Al.com. Al.com. says, stimulus checks for gas. Proposal would provide up to $100 per person per month. Says, due to soaring prices, Americans are expected to spend $2,000 more on gasoline this year over last year. I I feel like it's more than that. I was going to say, I'm going to say more than that. That staggering number has lawmakers looking for ways to lessen the pain at the pumps. It sounds like this was proposed by people that don't drive. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's the people that... Yes. Want you to take they're the, the public that, transportation? They're the people that want everyone to buy electric cars, or the 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 people that wanted Sunday like yeah right. dry, drive yeah, free no drive Sunday yeah. no drive day yeah. One proposal from a group of congressional Democrats would provide an energy rebate of a hundred dollar direct deposits to qualifying Americans. Representatives Mike Thompson of California, John Larson of Connecticut. And Lauren Underwood of Illinois introduced... Never graduated high school? I mean, that's so stupid. California, Connecticut, and Illinois. That says a lot. Yeah, right. That tells you everything. Introduced the Gas Rebate Act of 2022, providing $100 per month for adults and $100 for each dependent for the rest of 2022 (laughs) for any month where the national average exceeds $4 a gallon. Smart. Smart way to counter this this gas crisis to you? No, dumb. You know what that's going to do? For 2023, cause more, more inflation, inflation in 2023. Yes. Uh, and eventually, the only way they're going to get it under control is to jack interest rates up. And the way we're going, we're going to be looking about 20% interest rates. <laughs> Good God, which <laughs> is going to make us pay for more, yes. pay more for shit. According to AAA or AAA, whatever that is, uh, the average national price of per gallon of gas today is 
$4.23. So right now we're sitting above that $4 a gallon nationally. Mm -hmm. Americans are feeling the impact at the pump of Vladimir Putin's illegal invasion of Ukraine. Oh, God. Oh, uh, and right now we must work together on common sense policy solutions. But th th that's the key there. Mm -mm. Yes, we do need to work common on sense. common sense policy yes. solutions. But common sense went out the window about 30 years ago. To ease the financial burden that my constituents are 40. feeling. Uh, the plan is modeled after previous stimulus checks designed to jumpstart the economy. And how that how did that fucking work? Did yeah. did the stimulus checks really jumpstart the economy, or did opening the shit back up right. jumpstart the economy? Because right. the stimulus checks went out under Trump to start yeah. with, right. and the economy supposedly didn't kickstart until under Biden. Why? Because we opened shit back up. Right. The first stimulus payment of $1,200 per month made in March of 2020, followed by $600 in December and $1,400 in March of 2021. Like the earlier stimulus payments, the gas money would be sent to single filers earning less than $75,000 a year before phasing out uh, those making $80,000 or more. Joint filers earning less than $150,000 would receive the payments phasing out at $160,000. You see, that's kind of shitty. Oh, yeah. I guess, no, that is... So it's basically just doubling those. Yeah, right, right, right. Why don't they just say per person? Why do we got to do that math there? Like 75000 times two. This person probably had to have 500 words for their article. <laughs> probably. <laughs> the bill doesn't include information on how the payments would be funded. <laughs> Who cares? Who fucking well, cares at this point? Just print it, shit. Burr. Just hit the, hit the freaking right? money printer. <clears throat> the bill, uh, it says, other proposals, however, would put that cost of gas rebate on large oil companies. Oh. That's yeah, they're just going to raise their prices. God bless. I, I'm, I don't even, I didn't even take economics in school. <laughs> so guys, guys, hear me out. Now, now gas prices are going through the roof, right? I, I mean, it's really hard for people to pay for those because oil, the price of oil has gone up because of Ru you know Russia, Ukraine, all that shit. Now, 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 you you gotta hear me on this. What if, what if, uh, we we give people money for their gas? Uh, well, that sounds like a great idea, but uh, where are we gonna get that money from? No, no, that that's the great part. We're going to take it from the oil companies who are jacking up their gas prices. We're going to put a debt on them, a, a charge on them that so they're actually going to pay the people. So the oil companies are actually going to pay the people to buy their gas. That sounds like a great idea. Let's do this. Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? You know, at the same time, why don't we have Walmart give us money to go buy their shit, too? Right. Yeah. Why don't we have... Uh, Milk is over $3 a gallon? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Let's Walmart, give people money for Walmart that. Walmart gives us money. Yes. Uh, if they raise their prices, they have to... Yes. So if they raise their prices $2 a gallon, they have to give the customers $2 for every gallon I, I of milk it. that That's, they buy. Yes. Genius, right? Yes. Wow. God, it makes so much sense. Why didn't we think of this a long time ago? <laughs> Representative Ro Khanna of California and Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, well, he's looking to go to the... Right. Can you imagine President Whitehouse? <laughs> uh, 
Rhode Island are proposing a big oil windfall profit tax. The tax would charge a per barrel tax equal to 50% of the difference between the current price of oil and its pre-pandemic average between 2015 and 2019. So they're looking at jacking up the tax gas taxes again. So so say 2015-2019 gas was sitting at what $75 a barrel. Sure. And we're just going to guess. And now it's sitting at $150 a barrel. That's a difference of $75. They're going to tax them 50% of that difference per barrel. So they're going to take $37.50 out of every barrel. 50% of that increased tax. Yeah. That is insanity. That is. Like you said, no no economics goes in any of the thought processes here. It's like that that meme where they're like coming up with ideas and somebody says something and then they throw them out the window. And instead of this, they're like, "Wow, that's a fantastic yeah, idea! Yeah, great idea! You you know what? You're going to get a promotion, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to pay you more. <laughs> and uh, to pay for that, we're going to uh, take it out of your paycheck <laughs> exactly. and give you more money. <laughs> so fucking dumb. It says for example, so this is like my. By example, if the oil price per barrel is $120, the tax would raise about $45 billion a year, providing single filers with $240 annually and joint filers with $360 each year. That's not... That's nothing. That's fucking garbage. Yeah. (laughs) That's not even worth it. No. Like, inflation's going to go up. The price of gas is going to go up more than that. But then they're just going to keep cutting that yeah. in half. And they're like, just, you just got to document this on your taxes uh, see, so we can I tax s- you for this. I see what they're doing because, like we said, uh, if you charge it to the oil companies, they're going to raise it more. Well, right. if they raise it more, if you do this 50% taxing, then they're going to pay more. Mm. So that maybe that's going to keep them from all, all that it's doing. It's, that's called artificial economics. Yeah. When the government gets their hands in things, it's called subsidizing right. and things are being charged less than what their value is or more than what their value is yes. because the government's subsidizing. And yes. that's when things get the that's way they are now. Exactly. That's why we are... This is why we can't have nice things. It really is. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. But I, I did have to mention this one that you pulled up because this is hilarious to me. Uh, a U.S. lawmaker from Nebraska, I think you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. Was toppled, or was toppled by a Nigerian billionaire. So, all right, I'm going to read the, just a little bit of this. Jeff Fortenberry, a Republican from Nebraska, lied to the FBI about taking illegal donations from Gilbert Chiguri, a high-flying Nigerian businessman. A federal jury found. So it sounds like we found the one guy that clicked <laughs> on the Nigerian email scam. And actually got money it out of legit. it. It was legit. It was actually legit. It's like, maybe I need to start clicking on more of I these know. spam ads. You're, you are missing out. Yeah, my name is Gilbert. First of all, Gilbert Shikori of Nigeria. That right. just doesn't yeah. even sound like a Nigerian name. Yeah. You, you know that his, his like email was like Nigerian billionaire at, at gmail. gmail.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jeff Fortenberry of Nebraska actually... Hit the jackpot on one of these email scams. I, I don't know if it's an email scam, but in my opinion, it was an email scam. Right. It had to Nigerian be. Who, billionaire? who else gets billions of dollars from right. Nigerian billionaires? It says he could be sentenced to 15 years of prison uh, because he lied to the FBI for, for taking this, this billions of dollars or 
or however much money he took. Says the case also renewed attention on the access of foreign influence on U.S. politics. Why would a Nigerian care about Nebraskan politics? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? You know what would really help the world out, <laughs> be a better place, is politics in Nebraska. Says, I want to know who, what what office did Mr. Uh, Fortenberry hold? Because it just says a Republican from Nebraska. Yeah. U.S. lawmaker. Oh, from Congress. Says the case uh, says it's illegal for foreign nationals to make political contributions, but Mr. Shigori, 75, has made, made several. In 2019, he was fined $1.8 million by the U.S. government, and some recipients of his donations were investigated. 2016, he illegally donated $30,000 in, uh, to Fortenberry, funneling the funds to the congressman through donors at an L.A. event. No, I, I like it better when it was an email scam. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, but I just—millions yeah. of dollars from a billionaire in Nigeria. <laughs> yes. And he tells people that, and, and they're like, you know, really. <laughs> I don't fucking care about the rest of this stuff, yeah. but this guy. So that means you need to open those Nigerian prints. Yeah, right, because they could Are be Are there real. even princes in Nigeria? There seems to be there a lot be more of than one. There seems to be a lot of princes <laughs> yes. in Nigeria. A big family, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just like, and you happen to be the last living relative. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, <laughs> first of all, my dad is still alive, so I know that's not true. Yes. Second of all, I'm almost, almost. I mean, mostly positive. I don't have Nigerian blood I don't in know, me. There's your great great grandmother that probably got crazy. You got anything else to talk about? <laughs> this one's been ridiculous. No, I don't think We've so. We've got gas prices. That are going to be countered by charging the gas companies more money, and so then we'll get that money back, obviously, directly. Obviously. Uh, we've got the Oscars is by far yes. the biggest information. Sean Penn making his big stand. Yeah, it's going to smelt his award. Don't forget, don't forget uh, the the far-right extremist gym yes. memberships. Yes, watch, watch out for what gym memberships you take. <laughs> we need to get a sponsor for a far-right... <laughs> Health Club. <laughs> Join MMAfortrump.com. <laughs> fitness gym. The TrumpFitness.com. <laughs> sponsored by... <laughs> sponsored by... Uh, the What was the shaman guy's name? Oh, jeez. The, the, the Buffalo uh, Shaman? Oh, I can't remember what he went by, but... Yeah. The Q Shaman. There you go. Join yeah. QShamanFitness.com. <laughs> Sponsor. Sponsors of Break the Bell Podcast. I think it's perfect. If, if you run a far-right extremist uh, mar mixed martial arts gym, look a brother up here. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to join it, but no, you can no. sponsor. We'll, yeah. we'll let just about anybody sponsor, Absolutely. even the Nigerian prince. Absolutely. <laughs> look we, us up. <laughs> yeah. We got to get out of here. This has been fun. Uh have a great rest of your week. We'll be back here for our live episode, obviously, tomorrow night, every Monday night, 7 Central Time, uh, to to really dig in deep again. Yes. I think we're going to talk about, unless something comes up, especially with the Oscars. I mean, it's not, you never know what's yeah, going to come up with the huge. Oscars. I think we're going to talk about uh, regime change, because Biden was running his mouth again. Yes. And he mentioned the potential of... Or, like, the desire to get Putin out of office, and everybody, like, went stir-crazy, including yeah. Antony Blinken's like, no, 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 that's, he didn't yeah, mean no, regime change. No, He didn't mean regime change. He meant, he meant Regina change. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I think tomorrow we're going to dig in about regime change and probably all the historical examples the U.S. has meddled in regime change. So Everywhere. That could be a fun one, unless, like I said, something 
bizarre comes out between now and then. That's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't miss that. It's live. Bring a friend. Bring your neighbor. Bring bring somebody. Bring your far-right extremist gym member yes. Get buddy. the whole group. Yeah, get them all. <laughs> get the good people on both sides. <laughs> um, we got to get out of here. All this right. is ridiculous. Have a great rest of your week. We will talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.